Welcome to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. Thanks for listening to the Activate podcast, a ministry of Journey Church International in Lee Summit, Missouri. My name is Ryan, and I serve on the ministry team as one of the pastors here at JCI. And I'm joined again today by Pastor Brandon, who is our campus plant resident pastor, soon to be planning in Kansas. Uh, And we will have a conversation about Sunday's message, Attention Grabber, the fifth message from our current series, Whispers How to Hear the Voice of God. Uh, Pastor Brandon, I can't can't believe they actually let us do this again. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you talked about a locker room moment in your message in high school when your coach had to, uh, to get the attention of your team. I got a real serious question. Did you really wear those 1980s basketball shorts? So, Ryan, you're talking about the picture we showed in the message of me playing basketball in the uh, early 90s. Yes, Yes. I did wear those shorts. I figured if it worked for Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, uh, certainly it would work for me. So, yes, I grew up in the era where real men wore short shorts and high socks. (laughs) Exactly right. Nice. Well... Well, on a serious note, you said that God has, you know, been trying to capture the attention of the spiritually distracted for generations. Right. So, you know, why why does God have to capture our attention? Well, I think God has to capture our attention for a couple reasons, probably more than that, but but two very specific reasons come to my mind initially is is the first one is I think we we as humans are so easily distracted. I mean, think about it. We live in the age of information and multiple stimulus all around us. And we often are, are a lot like that dog from the movie Up. You remember that dog? I think his name was Doug. Any Anytime he was... dog name. Yeah, Doug the dog. Um, listen, anytime he was dis- distracted, you remember what he would do? He'd say, squirrel, squirrel. And, and, and I, think, I think we're a lot like that oftentimes we do the same thing today there are people listening to me right now that didn't catch anything i just said because in the last 10 seconds they received a facebook notification on their phone they received an email and had to glance at it only to find out it was just another online kohl's coupon that just happened to pop up in their inbox the stimulus is all around us and and we're easily distracted but this isn't anything new. Um, the writer of Hebrews recognized that this was taking place within the early Jewish church with the Jewish Christians, and they were losing sight of what was most important. They were getting distracted. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 12, the writer of Hebrews says, Pay very careful attention so that you do not drift. And I think he was directly talking about the idea of being distracted. I think another reason that God has to capture our attention is because we are so naturally self-seeking people. I think our default switch is always to think of ourselves first. And I know that to be true in my own life. For me, God has had to capture my attention, especially in those times that I am so wrapped up in myself. And he reminds he reminds me that life is just not about me. It's it's not about you. Um, Jesus said, love your neighbor as you love yourself in Mark chapter 12. We have no problem loving ourselves, and so we need to use that when we love other people. Paul said to look not only to your own self-interest, but also to the interest of others in Philippians chapter 2. So I, I think our default switch is to think of ourselves 
first. And I think um, that's why God has to capture our attention sometimes. And, uh, and I think those are two specific reasons. Yeah, without question, I think we're all easily distracted. And um, just like in life, we need people to get our attention to listen. Right. Uh, God has to do that a lot for us, too. Right. Ryan, I talked a lot about the concept of drift this weekend in the in the message. Um, drifting is that idea of slow movement from one place to another, lacking any direction or purpose or plan. Um, listen, I know that you were a boat owner, right? And uh, I do recall that you did own a boat. I don't know if you knew me at the time, but I don't ever remember being <laughs> invited to go on the boat with you. Um, that was strategic. <laughs> Listen, being a boat owner, talk about the dangers of drifting in a boat, which I kind of use that illustration, but I'd love to hear as a boat owner what you thought. And then and then maybe talk about what drifting looks like in our spiritual lives. Yeah, owning a boat was great. Um, I owned one I'm for sure about a couple of years. <laughs> uh, I spent about nine years in the business world before I went in the ministry. So I owned a boat for about two years. Uh, I actually sold it about one month after I got married. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but as a as a new boat owner, I, I learned really quickly that losing power causes you to lose all steering, uh, and you begin to drift. And, and literally, you be, you begin to drift wherever the wind and the waves would take you. And and if it happened at the wrong times, you'd hit a dock, uh, you, you'd hit the shore, and, and you'd cause damage to your boat. So I learned quickly not to lose power when I was trying to steer. So practically speaking, this can happen to us spiritually when we, we drift off course from, from what God wants for our life. Uh, you talked about Moses, um, right, growing up in the house of Pharaoh and, and how uh, he drifted off course because, you know, when God was speaking to his heart about doing something to help his people, he took matters into his own hands, uh, ended up killing someone. Uh, and then took off, uh, you know, got really off course and ended up in the desert for 40 years. So for those who are listening today, I want to, you know, this is the Activate podcast. We're always trying to help people practically. So I want you to think for a moment about your life. Has your marriage drifted from a God-driven marriage? We, we, we say God-centered, a God-driven marriage. Has your, has your schedule drifted toward a self-driven life? from a once God-driven life? You know, do you find yourself with weeks and months away from a God-driven God -driven purpose in life? Um, do you find yourself with weeks and months away from what God wants you to do? Uh, and, and really the last question is this, what damage to your boat, so to speak, has occurred that you're now trying to repair? Like what have you now realized through this series that I have damage to my boat so to speak, and I'm drifting, and I'm now trying to repair it. So there's some challenging questions, but, but you know, Brandon, there's hope. Uh, you make a great point in your message. Uh, you say we can avoid spiritual drifting by living intentionally. Can, right. you, can you take a moment and discuss what it means to be living intentionally spiritually? What do you mean by that? Right. Well, let, let me let me back up a little bit. We use that word spiritually a, a lot. If I could just sum up that word spiritually for just a moment, at least the way I see it, when I when I use that word spiritually, I think of growing closer to Jesus and to becoming more like him every day. It's those two things, growing closer to Jesus and becoming more like him every day. And this doesn't happen accidentally. We will not accidentally grow closer to Jesus. We don't accidentally become more like Jesus. I want you to think about it this way. Think about any relationship that you have 
with a friend or or a family member. I, I have some close friends in my life, but that friendship doesn't become stronger accidentally. I have to carve out time to spend with them. I have to have conversations with them. I have to ask them questions to get to know them in deeper, more meaningful ways. The same thing happens in our relationship with Jesus. I hear a lot of people say that they need to take time for Jesus each day. Ryan, I don't know about you, but but I don't have a whole lot of free time to take from in my day. I think the better response should be is I need to make time for God. It's like Pastor Christian stated last week. We need to make time and space to hear from God. And I know this may sound like uh, like we've we've heard this before, but this is the drum we've been banging all year because we know it works. Our theme for the year, Ryan, you remember, it's to live fully alive. And this is one of the key ingredients to living fully alive. We need to have a daily quiet time, daily devotional time with God, which involves reading, reflecting, and remembering, reading God's word, reflecting upon what it says, remembering it or memorizing it. And and, and our 40 day be still challenge that, that we've had the church go through over the last few, few weeks has been impactful in the lives of many people at JCI because people are finally becoming intentional in building their relationship with Jesus. You know, this to be true as well. The more you spend with more spend time with a person, the more you act like him or her. It just happens. The same holds true for our relationship with Jesus. The more you spend time with Jesus, the more we act like him. So I, I think that's uh, I think that's one of the uh, big areas of 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 what happens when we begin to live intentionally with our with our lives. Ryan, one of the big problems we face in life is spiritual drift. Talking about drifting again. We 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 are stuck between running from God and running to God. We get stuck in the middle of those two things. And when we drift, we lose focus of what is most important. One of your responsibilities at JCI, Ryan, is to help people get connected. Um, but it's more than just helping them get connected to JCI as the church. Would you take a moment and discuss why you feel like one of your responsibilities is to help people regain focus on what is most important? Yeah, you know, um, we have a great way to connect people here. I, I say great. Uh, it, it's been effective. Yes. Um, and it's called our Get Connected Gathering. And, you know, as a boat owner, I uh, I look for reference points of finding my way around. If you've ever been boating on a big lake, Table Rock, uh, Lake of the Ozarks, it's not it's not difficult to get lost out there. Uh, so you're looking for reference points. And so one of the things that we know is really important, uh, important is to get people connected to reference points that can help them know when they're on track and when they drift off. You, you did a great job of, of telling them about their personal walk with Jesus and how that's, a, that's an important reference point in their life. But there are three other reference points that we, we believe are really important. Uh, what we call uh, three, we have four E's. You, you mentioned in one of them. Um, and, and the three other uh, E's are we want people to experience worship through attending church, um, experiencing a great uh, chance to, to learn the Word of God and worship Him uh, here at church. And I can remember when I was an early Christian and, and I was trying to get some real reference points in my life. I literally was at church every time the door was open. Not because I had to, because I wanted to. I just, I was being fed and I was being encouraged and I, and, and I loved it. And so, of course, we encourage people to be faithful. 
Um, and the second E is to engage in relationships. Um, you know, as the small groups guy here, I, I know how important these are. Uh, Pastor Christian's message last week showed, you know, one of the great folks at our church that uh, is going through some real struggles, and his whole small group was there for he and his wife and his son. So, Powerful story. Yeah, wonderful story. And, you know, these great friendships are so important because if you don't have anyone in your life— to hold you accountable or to encourage you, you can drift away and really no one knows you've drifted away. Just you're an empty chair and nobody knows it unless you have some relationships that help keep you grounded. And then the the other E is to embrace serving. Um, man, one of the one of the key ways to get back on course, you know, if you find yourself drifting and maybe you used to serve and now you don't and you're wondering why why do I not feel as is is um man connected connected and mm-hmm. growing in the Lord. It's it perhaps it's because you're not in the midst of God's purpose for your life and serving helps accomplish that. Right. Uh, serving can bring a new found purpose in your life. And so we uh not to mention we have what we call serve groups. People get to know each other, so uh, embracing serving is so important. Uh, but those are the those are the four E's. So you know, again, as I'm looking for references while I'm riding in a boat and driving, we want people to go, "Man, how's my attendance been at church?" Well, it's it's off. Okay, I need to get back to that important reference point. I need to I need to get back in my small group. I've been out of it for a couple of weeks. It's time to get back. Right, man. I haven't been in one in years, or I've never been to one. Uh, or, you know, I, I need to make sure I, I find a place that I can serve to be a part of what's happening here and in our community. So uh, those things are so important. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned something in your, your message, how drifting from spiritual reference points, uh, man, it can, it can lead us to becoming numb to what breaks the heart of God. And let me ask you, have you, have you ever had a, a moment where you asked yourself, how did I get here? Ryan, I, I, think throughout my life, I've had various moments where I'm like, okay, how, how on earth did I get to this place in my life? Being a Christian for nearly 36 years of my life. Yeah, I've had those moments. And you and I have two very different faith stories. Uh, I made a spiritual decision to follow Jesus at the age of five. You came to faith, as I understand it, a little bit later in life. Um, I've had many moments in the last few years that I've, I've drifted spiritually. For me, the biggest indicator that I am drifting spiritually is in this specific area. How sensitive am I to the sin that's in my life? Uh, a spiritual reality, another spiritual reality is this, is the closer I am to Jesus, the more sensitive I am to sin. The closer I am to Jesus, the more sensitive I am to sin, the more sin bothers me. And and again, I believe God has had to grab our attention to remind us that we have drifted in this specific area. There were several years in high school and college that I really struggled with foul language. I had a pretty bad mouth. Yes, Ryan, even preacher kids can have a foul, foul mouth. And I had to, I'd even memorized at an early age the passage in Ephesians chapter 4, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And I can honestly say I struggled in that area, and I was completely numb at that state in my life to the effects of my language on how it affected me and how it affected others until a close friend of mine in high school uh, gently confronted me and called me out on it. And God used a close friend to capture my attention and make me aware of my sin because I had become completely numb 
to that. Uh, there have been countless other times in my life, but that is, uh, that's the one that really sticks out in my mind that I won't forget. And I wish I could say I've got this mastered. <laughs> Last Monday night, I was cutting up some firewood for a fire um, at my house with a little hatchet, and I hit my thumb with this stupid hatchet, and the words that immediately entered... Were you about to cuss right there? <laughs> it entered my mind. It entered my mind, but I didn't say them. <laughs> That's how I'm growing. I'm growing each and every day. I didn't say them, but I thought them. But uh, I can honestly say the words that I thought of were not edifying or uplifting. So still areas to work on in my life, but I'm a little bit more sensitive um, to those in my life. So how about you, Ryan? Talk about talk about times in your life where maybe you felt like you drifted. You have a very different faith story well, yeah, than I, mine. I think... We do, and and uh, you know, you grew up in a foundation of faith, and and, and parents that pointed you that uh, that direction. But I want to I want to maybe talk to those who are listening today who who haven't decided maybe yet to follow Jesus. Uh, I want to I want to challenge you to listen to just a snippet of my story. You know, after after I graduated college, um, I became a young businessman. Um, but I was living a life of party, uh, partying multiple nights a week and doing a lot of things that, I, you know, I'm not proud of, um, things that, you know, I, I'd like to forget on, on, on most days, uh, getting in late. Uh, I remember one weekend after I'd graduated and I was back up uh, at K-State. And, you know, unfortunately, some of our listeners may recognize nights like this, but it was a night of, um, I'd call it drunken stupor. And I literally remember waking up the next uh, morning and I asked myself literally like these questions. How did I get here? And what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And it was an eye opener for me that I was that I was throwing my life away, that I was drifting away from even just what I hoped to be a good person, like a, a good young man. I was doing things that I wasn't proud of. And that next Sunday, I'd, I had begun uh, attending a church that spoke the truth that, you know, started to point me to a relationship with Jesus. And that very next Sunday, I remember just saying, my life is yours. I give you my life. And I was 23 years old. Um, and, and God, God changed my life. Um, but it was a moment where I realized, how did I get here? I definitely had, um, drifted a long ways from even trying to be a good person. And, um, I, I hadn't drifted from God cause I was never close to him, but, but my drifting helped me to realize my need for him. And, and maybe that's you listening right now on the, uh, on the podcast. And maybe you need to literally stop your car. And you need to have a moment of, how did I get here? But I'm ready to surrender my life to you. Maybe you're mowing the lawn and you need to do the same thing. You need to stop it. Maybe you need to stop the vacuum. Whatever it is you're doing and listening to this, you need to have a moment. And so I want to give you an opportunity to pray, uh, similar to what I did, where I just said, my life is yours, Jesus. I'm, I'm tired of living it my way. Uh, I'm tired of feeling like I've drifted away from who you'd want me to be. And so if if you are and you'd like to have this, let this be your wake up call and let this be your time uh, to, to pray. So if you would just just pray with me, dear God, thank you for your son, Jesus. And thank you for this podcast that is speaking to my heart today. Thank you that I'm ready to listen and thank you that I'm ready to give my life to you. I'm not sure how I got here, but I'm ready to walk with you now. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins and help me now to live for you and to listen to you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen.
Man, I'm so excited if that was a decision you just made uh, to pray to receive Christ. I hope you'll let us know about it. I hope you'll email uh, email us at activate at takethejourney.cc. We'd love to celebrate with you uh, the spiritual decision you've made today. But we want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, we continue to hear stories of how God has been speaking to people through this message series. And as I mentioned, uh, we would love to hear your story of maybe how God's been speaking to you. Uh, and again, you can email us at activate at takethejourney.cc. So we, we pray that our conversation today between two friends, been friends a long time, who've been trying to walk with Jesus, has been an encouragement to you. And man, we hope to catch you next time on the Activate co- uh, podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. Also, if you have enjoyed this podcast, help us get the word out and show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. Please share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.